following program is intended for mature audiences. It's the music, movies, and shows you love. As if we can. And hate. You ain't gonna like it none. And love to hate. I didn't expect that at all. This is the Broken Remote. And coming to you live on tape on this Wednesday, September 14th, 2022. That is William just banging away on his beef mm. beefaritos. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is spaghetti and meatballs, sir. I'm not a classless boy. <laughs> oh, sorry. My beefaritos is a thing or no? This is, this is, yeah, Spaghettios? It's a beefarino. Beefarino. Okay, beefarino. Yeah. I will not be slight. I will not have my character called into question on this podcast <laughs> because I'm eating the 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 99% of Chef Boyardee meals. No, no. Uh, I will tell you that the last time I had SpaghettiOs, which might have been like seven, eight years ago, they were thoroughly delicious. It's it's. I have like they're literally in my cupboard for like an emergency. It's like you're not cooking. You get home late. You just need some food. And today, like, I could have made something when I got back, and I went, fuck it. It's yeah. one of those nights. It's just, when it, you had a bad day, you're just like, this is this is how I'm... Into the porcelain bowl, a little saran wrap, two exactly. and a half minutes, Yeah, boom, it's either you get a, a thing of wild turkey, or you get your SpaghettiOs and meatball. And well, it's like, hold this on. Is the, this is wild turkey. Uh, let, you know, let's, uh, let, let's just back up a little bit. Listen, listen, if I could combine both of them into a sort of mash or through a blender and just inhale it, oh, I would God. do it. I would do it. Like, there's just, there's some days, man, where you're like, this is the only option I have. Taking, I guess this is what I'm going to do. Taking away well liquors, right? Is there anything worse than wild turkey? Um, I'm glad you said it because I also <laughs> it is hate the fucking it. Truth. I also hate it. I just have been. Like, my entire life, people have been like, you're going to have some wild turkey. And you go, yeah, that must be a drink that people enjoy because I hear it brought up so much. In reality, it's complete ass. I mean, of all the whiskeys that you could grab and down, the wild turkey? No way. I mean, they do on. have like a, they do like a honey. There's like a honey whiskey, which I'm a big fan of. That shit. I, I ruined a friend's engagement party. Not ruined, but I was definitely <laughs> the drunkest girl. You at the ruined? Bar. Oh, oh, I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah, I was definitely the drunkest girl at the bar. Where uh, I was, I was hugging a lot of people that night. <laughs> yeah, I was hugging a lot of people. I'm just picturing thrill, exactly. all six foot four, of you just hugging yeah. the uh, entire six, wedding six, party. Six five, sir. My my <laughs> one friend who I haven't really been, you know, I haven't hung out with him in, in years, but he had his new girlfriend that he was trying to show off. So like my, our friends growing up got engaged. And Should she like be shown off? First question. Which one? The one, well, your friend's trying to show off his girl. Should she? No, be no, 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 no. She, no, they're both the, the two that got engaged. They're actually getting married next month. They're one of the two weddings I'm going to. Uh, but I've known her actually longer, and I'm better friends with her than him. Okay. But we're all like celebrating them getting engaged, and then my other friend, who I I don't like as much, but he's showing off his girlfriend at this. He's like, "You guys are engaged, but let's make this about me." And so I come up to him drunk, and I'm like, "Hey." Let's look through my phone and look at all these pictures of your ugly ex-girlfriends, huh? Oh, and then he, brutal. strangely, was not a fan of that. I can't imagine why. Yeah, I mean, that's head-scratching, dude. I mean, I, I thought know. that would have been welcomed at an event like that. You know who did enjoy that joke, though? 
was probably his like gr- his new girlfriend enjoyed it. She's like, see, I'm an attractive one. That means. <laughs> okay. I, I was going to say I, yeah. the other drunk friend of yours at the bar who's just <laughs> laughing at everything that you're yeah. doing. There's something about when like the person you're with, when you know that you're the most attractive person they've been with, that's just a real confidence boost. You're like, yeah, I won. <laughs> there we go. So it kind of went over like the courtship of Rhaenyra at the beginning of the New Thrones episode. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> Which leads yes. to basically a, a child murder, but not actually we, a child we, murder, a child murdering. That. I loved that part. Like, I'm gonna be honest. I was huge fan, huge fan of that. Where like, there's just this dude talking shit, and then they just turn back, and you know, twelve year old into Transformers just stabs the shit out of him. Yeah, he got him. He got him. Yeah, he he won. Good for him. He won. Yeah, get fucked, buddy. Well, that was awesome. Well, to rewind, you know, I to open up, I was gonna say that you know, the falls upon us. You know, there's content galore. It's it's there's sports, so much content. New shows. There's uh, more political news that you could shake a stick at. It's just mm-hmm. literally content everywhere. If right. I'm not inundated by some political talking head with a lesbian haircut at all times of the day. Well, Am I, I really I think that's just the haircut now. Like it, it is used to be like the lesbian now. haircut, which I don't even think yeah. is politically correct anymore. But like it's I don't, true. You, it, it, what the like, dice haircut? It, it, let's right, be the, yeah, the, the yeah. butch haircut, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, whatever you want to coin it. But now it's all of a sudden it's just invoked. So we call it we call it the Rachel Maddow. Yeah, she and Alec Baldwin <laughs> have the exact same haircut, but we just ignore but, that. I mean, Chris Jenner rocked that for a while, or if she maybe she still does. I don't know. Yeah, I, Chris I, Jenner is like also probably a sociopath who will probably has at least ordered the death of at least three people. <laughs> I'm sure there's a reporter buried somewhere in her property. I mean, she she may not have been, you know, weeping tears when OJ, oh, hold on, when, uh, you know, somebody. Oh, oh, oh. So, allegedly. Allegedly. Someone, allegedly. Someone jumped behind and uh, took out. Uh, yeah, yeah. Some It could have been any random person who may have, you know, run a certain number of yards that was record-breaking in a certain major American sports establishment, but we don't know who that could be. No, that could be no, anyone. no, no. And, and she probably didn't have anything invested in that because yeah. she wasn't like hooking up with him or anything. Yeah, and so. she definitely didn't have a child with him. That's, nah, that, yeah, that's an impossibility. Yeah. I mean, come yeah, on. That, so. Yeah, her Chewbacca-looking daughter definitely <laughs> isn't the daughter of OJ, despite looking very close to him. Okay. I mean, uh, random right. NFL person. Hold on, but to that end... Court, Chloe uh, uh, Kardashian, right? Yeah, she's hot. Which one's that? I forget. She's all of she's them. OJ's daughter. Uh, so I don't know anymore. She wasn't. They're all so. She like, wasn't. They're all she is so... now. So so here's the thing with. I mean, me, she changed her a... hair. She lost like forty pounds. So have she you like ever seen? Redid her nose, her cheekbones. Have you seen Robert Zemeckis's? Uh, like weird CGI movies, like the Polar Express, and I think yes. Beowulf. Yes, <laughs> yes. So okay. you know how those go into like the uncanny valley. That is where <laughs> every single one of the Kardashians fall for me. Like they are just so like barely human at this point. They are just these homunculi of plastic and flesh in odd places they're just a very attractive Frankenstein's monster. It's and- true. Well, I, I mean. I would say Chloe is of all of them. The rest of them are kind of like naturally good looking. Although now, how can you tell with all the shit? They I was going to say, yeah, yeah. When when you literally have to go like put your mouth around a bike pump every morning, 
and you know, you know, get some. Yeah, some big ass lips, I was gonna, man. I was gonna say, and you have to go, <laughs> and that, just to look normal. And then you have to do that on, like, you have to do that you know, on your lips, on your ass. One round of collagen injection is not enough, right? I mean, yeah. This I, was trending everywhere at one point. You, you've seen the pictures of like the unphotoshopped pictures of Kim Kardashian's ass. Uh, I, no, I haven't, but I haven't been searching it, them out, right? So, you know, so the. There, there, I think I think Joe Rogan. No one's ever listened to him, but uh, Joe Rogan had. <laughs> he's like a, that a, guy from News Radio. He's that yeah. I think yeah. He did um that show Factor of Fear or something oh, like Fear that. Oh, Fear Factor. I yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I saw. Yeah, I, I saw that. I, yeah, yeah. I think and that's the most he was ever known for. Um, but I'm pretty sure he he referenced this in one episode or something where he he says it looks like it's a used diaper, <laughs> and it is. Oh, we're gonna go to the barber shop for that one. <laughs> It is, it is the most accurate statement. If you look at the picture, like a picture of it, because her legs are so thin, but her butt is just so unnaturally large that it doesn't like match to the thigh. And you just like yeah, even no. that male primal part of your brain that like can see two like water balloons together in a bag and go, oh, fuck, I shouldn't be thinking this like well, that goes. This is wrong. Well, everything about that family is wrong, right? Like this was it this week or last week that that Ray J came out and was like, "Yeah, Chris Kardashian set up the whole thing." Uh, right? She set up. I'm, she set up all three of the sex tapes or whatever to make sure I'm that they so they went shocked. big. What? And I guess that's an old rumor. No. Again, I don't follow the, the Kardashians in any way, shape, or form. I follow so much shit. Nor nor should you. Point yeah. shit. But I've never followed them, right? So, mm. but I guess that he came out and said, and I guess it's been said before but he came out saying the whole thing was concocted she set it up she had it shot they leaked it yada 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 and yeah. so boom they get money and jackpot they end up becoming yeah. super rich super and now rich. and now you have and now you have a, an empire of a family that rivals that of the ancient romans now do you I- think looking in hindsight with the ancient romans i, I just plowed over you that i should have let you go on that yeah one. no no that, no, that was going, going, going. Spot. no i was yeah. gonna say do you think in hindsight now even though they completely you know ran through multiple different interviews of people that were going to finally wed uh kim that they're, they're unhappy that they picked fucking kanye because he went so crazy fucking psycho. i mean I, dude i am still trying to understand why women find pete davidson attractive which you know she dated him for like a year right yo and and they ended that because obviously obviously it wasn't going the way they wanted right like pete didn't he, have what they needed like kanye well, did he's, pete he's, didn't he's, he's probably really fucking boring like i think he's just got like that like like he looks like he clearly wasn't going in the show like they wanted him to no. As much as I'm not a fan of like his vibe that he gives off, like he clearly kind of wants to what, just the, be the one where you're just naturally unfunny. I mean, he's not funny. At he's all. not like, funny I, at I, all, every, right? Can every, we just every, establish that? He he. No, his the one bit he had about Ariana Grande thinking his dick was big, and he's like, "It's not." Like that was pretty funny. I liked that. But every other comedy special I've ever seen of his always boils down to, "So my dad died in 9 <laughs> yes. 11. That was kind of a bummer. And by the way, if you make fun of me, that's fucking. That means, yeah, and that's just every like, stand-up the first like ten every, years of his career. It's just, it's just like this fucking pity put. Like I could do the same thing. My grandfather died, or his family died in the Holocaust. Oh, and, or, 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 yeah, 
and I'm still generational trauma. This, this one, like, this one. Yeah, you know, so I, I, I smoke a lot of pot. <laughs> yeah, you know, I smoke a lot of pot, yeah. Uh, I'm, I get people, fucked up a lot, you know, and there's there's yeah. really weird things that happen when you get fucked up. You see random that shit. That said, I, you know who I really blame for the rise of his success is fucking Kate Beckinsdale, who is fine How is as she hell. involved? Dude, she fucked. She was like the first big name that fucked him, I'm pretty really? sure. Yeah. Like, she, like, no one else, I think, gave a fuck, and then she banged him to, like, get back at her ex-husband for some reason. Oh, Jesus. I don't know why I know this. This is, why like... Why Pete Davidson? I don't understand I could, it. Dude, I could know about retirement accounts or, like, you know, stock index <laughs> things, and instead this is what occupies my brain. I mean, I, I but, got a lot of knowledge, too. It, it, well, useless knowledge like that, too. Yeah. I just don't have any in this. Although, maybe it's just because I'm a little bit, you know, out of that, uh, you know, that, that era. Listen, you can call whatever you want. I'm going to call it uh, general intelligence over me. <laughs> in that, Good yeah. for you, yes. I, yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. And I, I have a master's in general intelligence. Everything I've learned about like the Kardashians or the British royal family, God save the queen, has been against my will. I will oh, just put it that way. Hold on. Rewind. Can we talk about that for a hot second? Uh, let's Not that you don't Pete da Davidson because, you know, my, my last – bit about Pete Davidson is going to be like I remember seeing him on Opie and Anthony in the late 2000s He was on Opie and Anthony? Oh my god when he what? was like fresh out like when he was doing the, the, the Damn, So dude. the old oh Opie and Anthony was phenomenal because they had all of the comics I mean fucking all of them they had I, I mean Louis C.K. before anybody knew who he was mm -hmm. David Tell, yeah. they had Patrice O'Neill he, he did something cool Bill right? Burr. Yeah, yeah oh the Yes, yeah. Bill, Bill, Bill Burr didn't do anything in Philadelphia ever. Um, so they had all of them, and they had <laughs> yeah, nothing in Philadelphia. So they, they, I still listen to that, but yeah, I keep oh, going. Oh, it's it's, it's fantastic. It, it's just such a great bit. And if you have no clue what we're talking about, just uh, you know, type in Google Bill Burr Philadelphia and enjoy. So, um, but they brought on Davidson, and I remember, and he, I'm just like, yeah, he's young, and it's like. He's just kind of boring, and then all of a sudden he was on he was on SNL, or maybe he was on SNL, and that's why they brought him on. But it was the same time, and then every time they brought him on on SNL, he was just not funny. He's he didn't just do never anything. Funny. He didn't do anything other than being like, Haha, "I'm a stoner," you know. And so he had, weird he had shit one happens. funny. He had one funny bit where he was, um, and it wasn't even him who was the funny part. It was uh, what was it? Fucking Adam Driver. It's Adam Driver who's the funny part of the bit, man. Like Adam Driver, it's it's where he pretends to be this guy called H. H. Simmons or something. He's this old dude. It doesn't matter. The point is, he was not the funny part of the bit. And I've never seen him be funny in any of the bits on fucking SNL. Well, I even when they bring him on it. to feature him on the desk for Weekend Update, he was never funny. Oh, I didn't know they did that. I don't oh, watch yeah, it they, anymore. They it's just like... I try to I watch bad. it. It's so liberal. I, it's just, mm -hmm. yeah, you know... And whatever, it's just, I, I, I don't care I, what I, you are, but the yeah. problem is, is that when you become too much of one side, regardless of what side that is, it's mm -hmm. over. It's just too yeah. much. Yeah, I just, I, I lost interest in it because I used to watch it all the time when I was in college. And I'm literally like a month apart in age from Pete Davidson, which is infuriating. <laughs> um, you did something wrong. Your, your, I did your dad didn't wrong. die on 9-11. I mean, if, if, if my dad died in 9-11, then, oh, oh then, then the money would be rolling in. Oh, you'd be a but he, fucking um, millionaire. Banging, a millionaire, a millionaire with a Hillary Kim Clinton Kardashian. tattoo, and Kim Kardashian's kids' names tattooed on my neck. I mean, it, that was a smart investment. Well, that one. Oh, did he really do that? Yeah, he did that. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, I know all of these dumb it's fucking things. Stupid up in here. Yeah. It, oh, I wish I didn't know this, but I do. Here we go. Glad I'm using my college degree for good reasons. Um, 
but yeah, no, she used that. He's just when I watch it, you had Jason Sudeikis and fucking Bill Hader and Kirsten Wig, and like Seth Meyers wasn't great, but you know he was a good weekend update guy. He was a good weekend a, update guy. He was a good weekend update guy. Like I don't like his current show. I it's gave terrible. That, like, it, it's just it's out of all the late brutal, night ones. I, I, I think say. it's the worst. One. I think it's the worst one out of all the late night shows right now. Well, which is I like, think they're all terrible. I mean, to be they're, honest, they're, they're all they're all terrible. But like his was the one where I'm like, Jesus Christ! Like it's like not even. I mean, we 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 like go. Kimmel, all... I know, can be funny. Colbert was hilarious once upon a time, but he's like not when he was it. on that show. I mean, maybe no, when no, he was anymore. on, maybe when he was on Weekend Update. Not Weekend Update. I know, I, Jesus, I, uh, what am I uh, talking Colbert about? Colbert Report. Colbert Report. Yeah. yeah. No, well, There's before the Colbert Report, when he was on the Daily Show. Yeah, I thought he was going to the Colbert Report. Maybe that was just me being young because I just didn't pay attention to the news at all. But I thought he was hysterical. See, I, I thought all offshoots of the uh, what it, the, the Daily Show became yeah. worse after they left, with the exception of what wasn't Steve Carell Daily Show material. Yeah, he was there for like a, a bit. So was Ed Helms. Like they all make their right. their bones of it, and then like all of a sudden now we're getting like, and now featuring Samantha B. And you oh, go, no. did she come from that too? Yes, yeah, she did. Oh it was my her god, and her husband. she is terrible. She was good. She was good no, she's that- not. No, she was on the Daily Show. She oh, was oh, yeah. Well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. People are good yeah. on the Daily Show, and then they and then they're like, like, "Oh, it's the writing. It's, it's like, not them." Yeah, it's it's what's that one thing where it's like you're a great bit player, or you're a good like side character. You're not a good protagonist, and that's just what the Daily Show did. Where they went, you know, this person who was good for like a good two minute clip on the Daily Show. What if they had forty minutes <laughs> all to themselves four times a week? Uh, it would sound like this. But and it did. That's why Steve Buscemi rocks, right? Because oh, he's he, fantastic. he yeah. always, always stays in his lane. Never leaves yeah, he, Everything he's in, he just adds value to. I never, I like, he's in 30 Rock, which is a great show. He's fantastic in that as like this random side character. He's Steve fucking Buscemi. He's a great actor. And he's like, I want to be this random side character that makes bit appearances. He's fantastic in that. He's great at Boardwalk Empire. He made my childhood with the villain of Monster Inc. Fucking love Steve Buscemi. But and but now like, we're and now kids are going to grow up with Pete Davidson teaching them how to smoke a blunt on Sesame Street. <laughs> fucking Pete. that was his Fuck, other thing. Uh, he was yeah. all about smoking weed, and then he went sober, and then it's like, okay, so now what do you have? And it's like, oh well, I you know I, I paint my nails, and I've got weird tattoos. Oh, and, oh he uh, paints his nails. Oh my god. Oh, no one else does that. Oh, oh. god, it's, it's it's just exhausting it, because me. like there's a lack of ability to be funny, and now it has become. What is your persona, and can we just make fun of your persona? So the persona's so, got to get bigger because you're not naturally funny. So yeah, I, and that's like literally all celebrity right now. Mm-hmm. It, it yeah. doesn't even matter their ability or whether. And I, I do everything out of comedy only because I mean most things come out of a comedy vein. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like it, all the comedians that they push now. They're, none of them are funny. None of them are good. It's none never the good comedians anymore, which is infuriating if someone who loves comedy and you're just like, are you fucking kidding me? It's like, all this like is the how one they look, it. how they sound. Like it's not yeah. about their jokes because their jokes yeah. suck. Yeah, there's um, there's a one I have to watch, and I have not watched her, so I got to be very like, I'm going to try to be nice about this. 
but there's this comedian on Netflix. She got a special. She's she's my age. She's like 26. And I know like for comedy, like a big thing is like making your bones in the industry for like 10 years before anyone gives a fuck about you. Like they will just shit on you otherwise. I mean, but she's I like guess, 26 not anymore, though. Yeah, maybe not. Well, now you just you make one TikTok where That's you it. shake your oh. ass and say a joke, and it's like, congratulations! Here, you here's your four hour Netflix special. Uh, but she got like a Netflix special, and like, I mean, maybe Netflix is just giving anyone specials these days. But she got oh like an hour long Netflix special. They Mark get, Norman, who I think is one of the greatest comics right now, nobody will touch got him. A half hour. Yeah, because he oh, haven't we talked? Right have we talked about Mark Norman? Right, my, my friend. No, I don't think so. No, my I think friend Tower down the street. We're huge Mark Norman fans, right? I love so Mark Norman. I, yeah, I, I love Mark years. Norman. I, I've liked him. So I didn't get into him probably until about twenty. 2018 or 2019. Yeah. I don't know if you yeah. were still uh, at the same place when we were uh, think, when we were working together. It might have been before after that. I think it was about that because I found him. Like I find all these fucking comedians through fucking Pandora of all shit. Oh, I didn't find like, him that way. I, I, yeah, I found him, and it was through Opie and Anthony in a weird, random way. Yeah, I I don't know if you ever remember me talking about this, but Jim Norton, who obviously was like the I third wheel on yeah. on Opie and Anthony, and now he's just doing yeah, he's his own great. show and everything. Right, mm. he's way past that. Wait, wait, um, I thought him and Opie were really good friends. Did something <laughs> happen there? <laughs> Maybe, maybe something. There's gonna be like one person who listens to this besides you and me that gets that joke. Maybe and I would also recommend listen to Jim Norton and Opie and Anthony having their meltdown because that is well talk about killing some time. Oddly enough, it's through that that I found Mark Norman. So uh, it was on the Chip Chipperson podcast, which I don't yeah. know. Do you listen to Chip Chipperson at all? I, I've listened to it a few times. I've, I've not been able to get into it. I feel like I have to yeah, see you, him. You got to know it. Yeah, you got to kind of know the background of it yeah. and, and, and hear it repeatedly to understand. It, it, it's an offshoot of Opie, right? It's one of those things that like grows on you like because there's definitely a couple of comedians that I know that are like, officially, this is the stupidest shit ever and then eventually go, this is the greatest thing i have yeah. ever heard in my life well it started off as just this stupid character he started doing but then he actually started spoofing uh, uh opie through it uh you mean a certain unknown person in radio Come right on. exactly so yeah. and he used to start saying some of the same shit that opie would say and so it got to be funny and funny anyway so uh chip shivers and starts doing a podcast and uh you know what dude bob kelly puts him on the on his network and mm -hmm. he gives him his own show, and it fucking blows up, right? So Norton just starts laughing his ass off at this because it's more popular than anything Norton's done. And so Norton starts bringing people on, on on this show, and he brings on Norman a bunch. And I start listening to the show, and I'm like, I don't know who this dude is, but he is really goddamn funny. And so then I found out it was Mark Norman, and I started listening to his stuff. And he is solid as shit. He's so good. I've been showing him like – because I, I have a bunch of like family members and stuff who aren't as into comedy or they're not as in like darker humor, and I show him to people, and everyone fucking loves him when they hear him. He like, he's just he captures like some universal thing that people just love, and he's also kind of fucking dark too, which I love. He's super dark. He's super dirty, and he is in this day and age the only comedian that I found that knows how to do that without mm -hmm. hitting all the panic buttons yeah he's not you know hitting what? it my my, my ex-girlfriend with her wgs major isn't like contacting me like do you know about this guy yes. in comedy yes yeah. like he does his set and he touches on i i, I don't care if it's racial or if it's uh biological yeah. or whatever you want to call it now you know gender or he hits all the hot button topics yeah. 
lampoons him and just has a blast with it, and he yeah. does it so creatively that it's it's funny and it's not offensive, even though it He's, should be offensive if you thought about it. I mean, his jokes are basically in my in my quickest improv version of him. It's like. Yeah, me and my girlfriend, you know, she kept snoring while we were asleep and she would scream me. So finally I had to break up with her, you know, for being a fucking Jew. Hey! <laughs> Comedy. 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 Yeah. Comedy. Yeah. He did. But there was. Uh, fucking awesome. He's great. He him. was doing these shorts and, you know, he, I guess there's a part of his set that he just ad libs and he lets people shout out things from the crowd. Yeah. And somebody pointed to a guy next to him who was in a wheelchair. And he just started, like, ripping on the wheelchair guy, you know, and just, like, saying things like, All right, well, you know, I'm doing something that you can't do, you yeah. know. What are you going to do? Walk standing. over here and beat me up? Hey! <laughs> and, stuff like, and somebody would walk by him, and he was like, hey, stop teasing him, please, you know. <laughs> stop teasing him. Jesus <laughs> and it was so fucking funny, but it was, like, it wasn't offensive, you know, like, it, even though if you thought about it, like, yeah, he's making fun of yeah, a guy in a wheelchair. Yeah, for three seconds, you go, wait a minute, what the fuck? Right, but, but uh, then you're laughing, and you're like, oh, shit, no, this is good. Yeah, he's fantastic. I love him. He's he's great. He's, he's going to be in there. New York City uh, October would, or November. Oh, I hope, I'll I find hope the date because, my like I mentioned, my buddy Tower down the street, we were talking about going to see him. I would. My friend saw him. or it's. I think he saw both. He saw him and Shane Gillis, and he said both of them are fucking hysterical. Which I am so down to see them because I'm I'm like half the reason of listening to the Joe Rogan podcast right now is just when those two are on doing that like protect our parks thing. I just did a funny. I just did a purge of all the podcasts that I have not listened to, and the yeah. only ones I kept were the ones with Norton and Norman, and I think there are two of Norman on Joe Rogan yeah. from like years ago, and I just haven't mm -hmm. listened to them yet. Yeah, they're good. Whenever he's on, it's always great because he has just the craziest fucking stories. He's just great. He's the antithesis to Pete Davidson, where I love him. His humor is good. He's just – make him uh, a big man. Yes. Yeah. Why? I don't under – like, I still – and this is going to bar talks that I have with friends of mine who like yeah. him, especially, specifically the guy I was mentioned down the block that I go and hang out with a bunch. How, how does somebody like Normand not hit – Right, like I think he just hasn't gotten the exposure because I think it was wasn't until like no one knew who he was that I'm friends with unless like it was like my one friend Alex until he was on Joe Rogan that first time and then all of my other friends started being like oh Mark Norman I know him and but, I'm like okay now he's getting the exposure he very much deserves. I mean, but how did like Samantha B get exposure when she popped up on TBS? I, I was like, who is this? I, it, I, I can tell I, you right away she's from not Daily funny. Show. She was just from The Daily Show, as far as I'm aware. That's how I knew her. Like, when when the uh, the big, gigantic there chick... There was that other woman. There's that other woman from The Daily Show, who the Kristen Schaal, and she's fucking hysterical. And yet then she's I don't know doing her. her. She's a, if you heard her voice, you'd be like, oh, this lady. She's funny, though. And I, she's like, she's not in politics. You'll, like, you'll see her in TV shows as, like, like side character actors. Okay. She usually, you know, she kind of gets typecast. She's kind of like more like weirder, eccentric women, but she's genuinely funny, and she had like the best like kind of like gender, like slanted bits in the Daily Show, in my opinion. Like the same thing Samantha B would do, but it wasn't as like shrill. Okay. But, like I mean, 
I have a perfect example. So, and I think yeah. that we've talked about this before. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. I'm not sure. But on on Netflix, they had this show, Nailed It, and it's a cooking show. My kids watch yeah. it with my wife all the time, and they've got this big giant chick, broad named Nicole Byer, who is oh, the host, hot. right? Yeah. Oh. And she in the show is not funny at all. And I don't know mm-hmm. where she came from. I, I, if we were talking Hold, to me, I'm, I'm she came right from now. something and I don't know what it was, but anyway, she like just does this show American and everything she does is she just sings yeah, it. Wait, I have seen her before. And this is all she does. So if she wants to be funny, she, she just sings. So if you and I were talking and sh- I wanted to say something funny. I would just do it like this. How many times can I do that? He's <laughs> like, that's that's comedy. Comedy, Net- hey, comedy. Netflix gave her a special. They gave her a special. They gave her a comedy special. And and, and Mark Norman is like pushing Dude, out his fuck? own stuff. She was a fucking stand-in on Thirty Rock, and they're making it seem like she was one of like the main characters. What the fuck out of here, Wikipedia? She uh, was literally a side character. Like not even she was the. Standard for a side character. I, I cannot okay. even tell you how unfunny this chick is. Yeah. And I, I don't I, I thought that somebody was saying that she came from something. But I mean it is like it, it's just impossible in my mind to understand how she's getting a push. And you know, people like Mark Norman aren't it's like gotta be this like this and like I, I kinda hate it because like I think some people and I'll I'll get into this in a second, but I think some people like over push it's the woke shit where like you just you need to check like a certain box and then Well, I mean that's behold, content, yeah. Yeah, it's just it's just like, oh we need to oh you're you you check this this box? Well you, here's your special and it's like is she talented at it? Here's her special and you go, fuck <laughs> Well, you know, it used to be a feeder system, right? You yeah. used to do the stand up circuit and then if you developed a big enough name, then you were fed a, you know, a Hollywood movie. Or yeah. a TV show, right? And then it either worked or it didn't. And now it's like the the, the stand-up circuit really is nothing now. You know, I, I mean, it's just like now they're scouring podcasts and they're scouring YouTube. Pardon me. And anything and everything, anything and everything other than the old feeder system. And the people that are in the stand-up circuit, if you hear any of them talk, like on Joe Rogan podcast or any of these other podcasts, there's 8 million of them, they all talk about the same thing. It's just like a struggle, right? Because it's just comedy's been handcuffed. You know, you don't know what to do, what not to do. And then if you come out and you are offensive, you're basically labeled like right-wing and extremist. And so the uh, there's a podcast I listen to that is uh, You're the Problem with – Yeah. Didn't we talk about this guy? I, I've heard of this podcast before. I don't even think from you. I think from someone else though. But wait. You're, you're the Problem with uh, – I forget what he is, but he's a libertarian. And it's an awesome podcast. And he's part of the uh, Gas Digital Network, which does Legion of Skanks. And, okay, yeah, yeah, they're great. And, right, and a bunch of other guys. That much. I'm, not, I'm not the biggest fan of everything they do, but they do some funny shit. They do some funny... It, it's kind of like the last grasp at that shock jock, yeah. you know, like that alpha male exactly what it is. radio, yeah, you know, and it, it just kind of... It doesn't work anymore, unfortunately, mm-hmm. because, like, you can go to the edge, but you can't go over the edge, and without the ability to go over the edge, it, it makes it kind of null and void. Um, but this guy is a comedian too, and he's just really funny. And and their show ends up being like overtly political. That's what the whole point of the show is. Uh, I think it's called "You're the Problem" with something. Um, 
But oh, here it is. Uh, yeah, you're the part. You, you, uh, Dave Smith. That's the guy's name. Part of the problem. Dave Smith's part of the problem. But Dave Smith's a great comedian. It's just kind of like he'll never get big because I. I mean, the stuff that he's dove into. Like, who's going to back him? You none of these content providers. It's got to be like I'm like this is me hoping like there's got to be like a certain amount of time before this this like more super progressive shit like just gets old like I think people I don't think so I, I don't, I don't think so because the 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 issue now is that the big content providers who I you know it used to be Hollywood now it's like bigger than Hollywood now it's tech right because. Instead of having the Hollywood companies, now it's Netflix and Amazon and, uh, you know, like, well, then you go on Paramount Plus. But Apple TV, those are the guys that are giving, you know, shows to people. You know, yeah. movies are dead. You know, like movies used to be what's, the spark. What's, like, a mo- what's a movie? You mean Disney remakes or <laughs> right. Disney's superheroes or Disney animated movies? What, what is a movie anymore? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know either, but oh man, I I, I got to go back to this, and this is completely off topic. And you know, thirty minutes into the show, we're going to veer. The, 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 welcome to the entire show. Yeah, yeah I know, right? Oh, I was like, oh, I can't wait to talk about the, you know House of the Dragons, the, you know, episode four, and I, I don't even know if we're going to get to it. But uh, we mean, were. I'll get into it right now. Uh, incest. Anyway, moving on. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, hold on. Before that, well, maybe this actually touches it somehow. We were just about to mention. About 20 minutes ago, the Queen and how there's a, what, a 12-hour wait for... Can we just give up on this whole royalty bullshit? My mom is so into it, I resent the fact that I know as much about it that I do. And I I hate Meghan Markle for how much I've had to learn about the royal family because of her. Because my mom hates Meghan Markle, and I just can never forgive her for that, that fact. Well, now they were all talking about how she she had a uh, recorder on her hip and she was, uh, you know, taping the whole thing so she could put it in her Netflix series. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, God. Just kill me now. But, Just end it. I mean, as I watch it, you know, and, and the reason I bring it up in, during this show is because it's just been on TV for literally, oh, yeah. you know, like, what, five days now? I don't even know when she passed away. I mean, it feels like the two woman, weeks. The woman is dead. Let her rest. And they're like, no, your corpse is going to dance for us for these next few days and my question is why somebody explained to me now th- this gets out of the topic of tv content it's just because i've seen it so much but like no it does we... not because this all feeds directly into like the human animal and the entertainment we de- we desire require they have no political or government function you okay you say that and this is a it's the, the amount of no, the amount of people my age that seem to legitimately believe the royal family is not only still in power, but the queen herself is like directly responsible for like having invaded fucking India like a hundred <laughs> years ago or something. I'm I'm not joking with you. You can't the fix stupid, brother. Fucking, you can't fix stupid. Amount That's of a fact. fucking people on my on every social media, people from my high school and college that were saying. I've seen the people on you. From your high for that. Some good of them are not oh, good looking. Oh, oh no! So, yeah. Some of them so are very she, confused. Um, that's such a nice way of putting it. Um, <laughs> I've learned the hard she's, way. She's uh, but like some of them, dude. Just the posts they were making. Like, I'm glad her imperial majesty can no longer oppress the generations who she helped to enslave. I'm like, I know she's old. She's not from the fucking 1600s. 
Like, she, Jesus Christ. She doesn't do like, anything. I was Exactly. Like, she's in a, she's in fucking, like, she Paddington. Does she's in the Paddington movie. Like, she doesn't have any power. She's she's a figurehead. She she is more of a figurehead than, like, Joe Biden is right now. She, she you know, has I mean, more in common with the Eiffel Tower than she does with Joe Biden. Yeah. Just in I, that, like, it, she was just there. It's just ridiculous that... I just watch this and I just think to myself, I don't under what the hell is the royal family? Oh, that's right. It's nothing. It's just yeah, it's what things nothing. used yeah. to be, right? I mean, and I just I, I cannot wrap my hands around the significance that's been placed on this by every single news and media. I mean, it's like what? Well, that's because you're a bigot, Rich. That's why. I guess. Because, I guess. Because you, because if you weren't a bigot, then then maybe you would understand why. Her imperial Lord Emperor Palpatine had to die finally. <laughs> I, I had a super drunk conversation with this guy at uh, at my local bar that I'm going to, and uh, it turned out like he well one of my friend's fathers also frequents this uh, watering hole, and then uh, I mentioned his name at the bar, and like four guys turned their head around. They're like, "Oh yeah, him. Oh yeah, he's a great dude." I said, "Oh yeah, he's my best friend's dad." Anyway, so I'm, I end up having this conversation with this one guy, and we're just going back and forth. And I go, "You know what? I'm from. I'm, I'm not. I'm not from." the Republican Party. I'm not from the Liberal Party or the Democratic Party. I'm from the Logic Party. And no, we just started laughing. No, and he was like, no, there is no such no, thing. I said, no, I am. I am yeah. part of the Logic Party. My brain thinks and it registers what comes through my eyes no, and in no, my ears. No, you're not allowed to do that. You're not and I go, this makes sense or it doesn't make sense. And it's no. just constant confusion on my part. No, you're not allowed to think issues through on an individual level. Haven't you gotten the memo? Nowadays, you are supposed to Act like a chimp and see what color flag is being raised, and then that's what you go for. Otherwise, you are committing mutiny, and we will throw you off the ship. Do you want to be thrown like, off the ship? Again, and, and this is because it was on TV yesterday, and no, I, I, I don't want to send us down the political road yet again. Exactly. Because I know it's all tied I, I, I definitely yeah. have a tendency to do that, and I hate to drag you with me. but It's not It's not even because everything is just so t- – like, the fact that the Little Mermaid this week is trending on like Fox and like NBC. Oh, okay, all right. Let's get to that. Hold on. Shit. Yeah. I, 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 okay. I just gotta finish this. Did you see yeah, that Biden speech yesterday? No, I've been. I, I haven't been able to watch him okay. since like that. What it, did he do? So, oh, God. well, it's it's only because I have. <laughs> right. I, yesterday was a huge down day in the markets, which I'm sure yes. that you're familiar with, right? Oh, I didn't notice. I didn't notice. No, with probably the streaming. nobody did. Yeah, you yeah. know, as everybody else, you know, was sitting there watching their their you know yeah. <laughs> portfolios just tank. Yeah. When the one dude shot himself in the head right next to me at my trading floor, I was like, hmm, yeah, something might something. be wrong. As I was smearing the blood off my face, I went, something might be up here. Uh, CFOs from Bed Bath & Beyond are jumping out the windows, you know, (laughs) with their wives in the same building. But Yeah, this dude holding all of his old GameStop stock. He's going, ah! People just falling. You know, all of a sudden, people that were retired and well off are all back to work again. But So Biden's up there, and he's talking, I don't know, they did some kind of pseudo-celebration, and he did a speech. Um, for the four-week four <laughs> celebration of signing of that act, the uh, Inflation Reduction Act. He did it. Is it gone? Is it gone? Did he do it? 
he signs it, and they decide to have a celebration. Oh, before we, oh, he must have solved it then, right, Rich? That's of, it. He, of he course did he it? did. And so, I, oh, of course, boy, I'm Fox, so excited. Fox News, you know, reveled in this because he does this on on the biggest down date. Now they also did it on the same day that they did the CPI print, and the CPI yeah. print was an absolute disaster, which resulted in a complete flush of the market. And they scheduled all of this on the same day. So you uh, think that's not contrived? Well, I think so. I mean, but I guess I got to listen to something after this now. I was uh, going to do homework. You just got to watch, and and you got to watch. You got to get the clips where you know Fox News brings them on with in the a super in the lower right corner of the stock market just tanking and him standing up there being like, we've done it. We're doing all this. This is the biggest piece of legislation in the, in the past 10 years, blah, 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 blah. And meanwhile, the stock market is just, just dying. And uh, it was just a very, very funny uh, visual, uh, well, visual and audio, audio, um, at the time, so and that was yesterday. So again, that was my uh, little, and it was on TV, so it's kind of relevant mm-hmm. to the broken remote. But anyway, so you were going into Disney from that standpoint, and the woke Little Mermaid, which I yes. have only heard about, but I have not been cued in on this story as oh, well as you have. It's, it's a gem, my man. It's a gem. So, so the the, the quickest way to put it is. Um, so there's this. So Disney has been on just like just as a quick background, Disney for anyone that has somehow missed what has been clearly happening these last few years, they have been making it their mission to remake every classically animated movie they have ever made, for seemingly no reason, and you know they did they did Lion King, they just made a worse version of Lion King. They did well, Beauty the well they're doing the remakes the, predicated on them being live action, right? Yeah, they're you live know, action, which is like. Because the people no. need it. People need to yeah. see this shit yeah. in live action. People need to see Dumbo with a real version of Jim the Crow. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, what? That was a character in your movie? Oh, God. Um, like, nobody but, asked for this. Nobody asked no. for the animation to be real life. Now, yeah, they did it with they, something, it and it looked looks... cool, and then they were like, oh, we'll do it everywhere. And I don't know what that was. Yeah. Maybe you it, can remember. I don't I don't remember. The, well, then Maleficent first, which was like basically Sleeping Beauty, and like the concept, like like the selling point for me, I, I didn't really, I watched it on a plane, was that you're like, oh, Maleficent was the bad guy. She was badass. And they're making Angelina Jolie, who's hot, and she looks just like her. This is going to be cool. And then you watch, and you go, this is awful. That but apparently might have been a lot the jump-off point because I'm trying to think of after that. Well, if you want to go to the real jump-off point, I mean, the real time that they tested that was way back in the day before your time than when they did Beauty and the Beast on yeah. CBS, and they did that with Linda Hamilton. And so, you know, then they, they, they did Beauty and the Beast again in this era when they did all these remakes. This time and that might have been 3D. Oh, that's right, you need 3D, that's right. That might have been one of the first ones, was the Beauty and the Beast remake. Yeah. After Maleficent. I don't know which came yeah. first. Neither do I. I don't remember. Anyway, I watched a few of them, and they were all just like, like, what if we had the classical original one, you know, the one that, you know, you grew up with that you're like, this is a great movie. I, I loved watching this as a kid. And like, what if we just took that, but without, um, oh, yeah, the charm. That's it. Yeah. What if we got rid of that part? <laughs> and it's just like, like, I don't get it. I don't get what they're going for here. It just doesn't make. Well, well, really here is sense. the remakes, and uh, uh, although no, th- th- these can't be them. Oh, hold on. Uh, release date ninety. 90- 
They said they redid the Jungle Book in 94, but I thought they just redid the Jungle Book recently. Uh, yeah, you know, John Favreau did that one, and that was all right, all, in all honesty. Like, I didn't really hate that one, Yeah, which maybe I should have. All I right, here's know. your I Matt Leff. I, I think this is getting back. All right, so Alice in Wonderland, Tim Burton did that one. He did that one in 2010. So I think that's that that's probably where we're starting. But even at that, Maleficent came out in 2014, and I think yeah. you're right, Maleficent. Male- How the fuck do you say it? Maleficent is what Maleficent? I think it is. Yeah, okay. good, good luck saying that. I can't even say the name of the company I worked for. So uh, yeah, no worries. Because that started off. Because after that, it went Maleficent, Cinderella. Uh, Kenneth Braun actually directed that one. Uh, Jungle yeah. Book, which was done by Favreau, that was 2016. Alice through the that Looking Glass. That one was Glass. good. I actually liked. I mean, I don't care about the, the Jungle Book movie as much as like the other ones they remade, but I still liked that one. I thought it was fine. You know, I didn't see that one. Um, it was I, more just cool because there was actual like 3D animation in it. It wasn't just like them pitching it on all being. Okay. Like, you know, they had Bill Murray voicing the bear. Which oh, was, did they really? You know, okay. Yeah, which is like. I'm down for the Christopher Walken voice, the giant monkey dude, which was also cool. Bill, like, Bill this, Murray was on just, the back end of jumping the shark. I mean, now he's completely jumped the shark, but 2016, he was probably why, okay. Yeah, I mean, he's just he, every fucking um, Wes Anderson movie he's in now. Uh, but Wait. fucking, it, you know, but, but yeah, so they, they, kept, they keep making all these movies and they're just kind of progressively getting more and more just like so bland that like, nothing isn't even what they taste like like you just regret you just like you see and you go oh this is just this is gross in my mouth because of how disgustingly just no character this has right well i'll just rip through them real quick alice through the looking glass beauty and the beast yeah. christopher robin dumbo aladdin the lion king maleficent the second one lady and the tramp milan milan cruella and then now pinocchio yeah and then like so the pinocchio now, one came cruella, out this by the way was saved by the fact that it has one of the best movie soundtracks in history. It's so it good. Does? Oh, it's so good. It's all throwbacks to like the seventies and sixties. It's a phenomenal soundtrack. Go on Spotify I mean, they have Emma, and grab they it. Have Emma, they have Emma Stone as well, who's like she's great, but I just that movie to me looked just so like the movie no was tolerable. You. I wouldn't say it was good. But your list, your as you're watching the movie, I, I went to go see it. Me, my wife, and then uh, our our friends down the street and their their okay. kids, along with our kids, and we just kept looking at each other. And at one point, I think it was me or or my friend Tower, and looked over and was like, "This fucking soundtrack's awesome." And it was yeah. like, "Yeah, it's the best thing going." And so I downloaded it on Spotify. It's a phenomenal soundtrack. And nowadays, like soundtracks are nothing, right? Because it's like, yeah, you know, there there is no rhyme or reason to it. They usually just take a couple of. But th- this soundtrack made sense. It was good. It's a great playlist. Um, but anyway, as I was saying, that saved Cruella. The rest of it, I, I don't know. But um, the rest of these, y- you know, you were saying they just kind of slide into nothingness. Yeah, they're just they're all kind of bland. But the, the the big story this week, besides the Pinocchio one coming out to zero applause apparently, um, was the fucking Little Mermaid is coming out, and the person they cast was a uh, was an African American lady. And as now the little mermaid, is, right? As the little mermaid, yeah, as the little yeah. mermaid, and she famously is like, you know, this this white mermaid lady with, you know, with red hair. Right. She was always and, a redhead. Uh, yeah, always a redhead, and now people are getting upset about. It. And it's it's this weird thing where there's this people that are like, you know, both complaining about how woke the movie is, and then there's also a crowd that's like, 
and now we can be racist because of this. And you go, no, 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 no. <laughs> like the movie's going to be bad because of her race. And I think most people that are hopefully out there that are normal, like, no, it's not bad because this is a black woman playing this character. It is bad because all of these movies have been just god awful with just no love and care put into the original you know right i, I wonder if disney's done this with any other type of property and I, like a, <laughs> like you all know, maybe of one, them like, like maybe one in like a galaxy far far away <laughs> a long a time superhero, ago or a friend like a superhero franchise we never talked about this so you know we wouldn't no I wouldn't not know. at all I, I wouldn't know well here's the point right if the movie's good nobody really cares Right. The only people that do care if the movie's good end up being the people that are very jaded for whatever reason. And in this case, it would probably be racist because they took uh, whatever the Little Mermaid and they turned her from a white redhead to a African-American, you know, mermaid. Yeah. Now, I I guess the question is, and this might be, you know, a a water that you don't want to dip your toe into, but is there something to be said, though, for taking source material and changing it? That liberally? I mean, well, I mean, in the original one, like the original Little Mermaid story is super fucked up. So, I mean, they already changed it. So, like, I'm kind of fine with it to a degree. But they're also, they're not changing it because she's the best actress. Like, they're well, doing it because they're getting some points for it. Uh, right. Well, that's what I'm saying. So, yeah. but, but like, let's compare it to, we were talking about, uh, whatever. Yeah. We were like, talking about Pinocchio, like, maybe last week or the week before, before this. And... Yeah. Yeah, we were saying, you know, well, the source material doesn't identify exactly what uh, it's yeah, not. Yeah, they, the don't, blue, they don't say the what blue fairy yeah, is, right? Yeah, they also don't say what type of wood Pinocchio is made out of. Maybe they change it to, you know, <laughs> you know, pine instead of redwood, like it originally was. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. It's just Wouldn't like you? the dumbest shit, but like they're clearly doing it, and they're not being woke to like further a message and say there's. Like, hey, there's been a tradition of just overlooking this group of people in this country, and now we're going to give them more representation for a good reason. It's like, you know what would make this sell more? If we did this. If we got a... Yes, okay. You know, it's just like, it's like, you guys are gross because you're exploiting this but, but in that's a very kinda, weird way. I mean, why would you change it otherwise, right? I guess is the yeah. point. And no, no, what, what do you mean? They totally believe what they're selling. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> No, they're, they're totally ethical people that are working at Disney right now. No, they're, they're, they're only want the best for society. See, it, it, it's weird the different ways that you say it, right? Because certain people, the ones that you see on Twitter right now responding nonsensically, like they just literally come across as racist, right? Whereas yeah. you could probably just turn it around and been like, no, it's not really racist. It's just, I mean, Disney's only doing this for one purpose and one purpose only. Yeah, no, they're just a disgusting company that just goes for the lowest common denominator at all time. Like, if they could get away with the shows TLC puts out, they would do it. Like, they are it, five uh, years away from doing a My 600-Pound Life Princess movie. Like, that is Okay, just... all right. I, I get it now. I didn't understand where you were going with it, and that's actually okay, a pretty yeah. good line. Um, yeah, actually, really solid stand-up material. But yes, yeah, they 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 would do that because they have no plo- no problem exploiting anything. Because in mm-hmm. their eyes, they're not exploiting it, right? No, they're putting it on a pedestal, right? But we all yes. know what happens when you put it on a pedestal. Why is everybody yeah. telling me to put it on a pedestal? I don't understand. Forty-year-old yeah. version. Uh, yeah, no, I, I I literally that is the <laughs> second time I've heard that exact forty-year-old version reference today. <laughs> 
someone else at work brought it up and I was like, I, I literally thought I was having why a seizure. Why did ever tell me to put it on a pedestal? I don't understand. I thought I was having a stroke because I was like, there's no way I'm hearing the stroke. It's twice. <laughs> it's a great reference. But they, I mean, literally, they, they say that we are, they are so white knight as yes. a corporation. And I think that's what bothers people more than any, I hope. I hope it's not like there's like, I'm going to be saying this, and then there's going to be some dude in a clan and Nazi outfit going, yeah, you get him, Will. And you go like, wait, wait, wait. Well, I'm not trying not to. what I'm saying, I'm not, brother. I'm not on your side. I'm not on your side. Please go away from me. Yeah, um, it's, um, <laughs> you're going to love the neighborhood. Everyone recycles. Uh, <laughs> but it's just, they're doing like, they're doing, I guess what you could say, the right thing for the wrong reason. And it's just, they're so... Like they, maybe they think they're sly about it, but yeah. they're so obviously not. But rewind: is there the right thing for the wrong reason? Because if you think about know, what they're like, doing, I don't even it. think it's the right reason. Yeah, and it's not. It's like this is also not the right or the right thing, thing. to do. Like you, what the right thing would theoretically be: make new original content yes. featuring these types of characters, and they're just so. Yeah, there and you it's go. just like, but but then, and then here we go. Here's how we get the catchphrase into this week's episode. You know why they don't do it? Because they're tired. <laughs> they're tired. so tired. They're so tired. I'm tired today. They're tired. I can't write it. Write a new classic movie. <sighs> so, Man, I'm tired. Oh, damn it. I just had a thought, and I, I was trying to, oh, shit. I forgot what it was, but it was it's something. It's going to come up at the very end. But yeah. It will. It, it was. A, it was a conversation I was having with somebody else, and um, and, and it had to do with that. Well, let, let's just go to the point of creating their own like new material, right? Like, I just don't understand why that's not possible in twenty twenty two, and that's across the board. Yeah. I mean, right? I mean, nobody does anything. Original Yeah, no, that's that. Get out of here. What are you talking about? Original. I've never heard of this concept before. And so all they do is reappropriate old shit and they do it in new ways. Or in kind of worse ways. Like it's just a, it, just to quickly sideway, but also like kind of be on point. The new Lord of the Rings show they made, it wasn't out of reference for Lord of the Rings. It's because, you know, Game of Thrones did great. Yes, the right. original series. Everyone wants their piece of the fantasy action pie. Amazon so Net- has Netflix a ton of money. Has, yeah, they have a ton of like. So Netflix had The Witcher, which they made, and that was that was a decent show. I haven't I seen it, it yet. I heard it was okay. Yeah, it's it. Listen, it's a fun show. But in, and I was talking with a friend about this. Lord of the Rings is about equivalent in terms of like what's going on in the show right now. But the difference is The Witcher didn't cost seven hundred fucking million dollars to make <laughs> so you're watching this show and you're just trying to get a glimpse of this fucking pit that they put this 600 million dollars i assume in like some hole to the side you're like maybe if i tilt my head this way i can just see the edge of this hole where they converted everything into gold and they poured it down into this fucking pit because this week's episode I-, I know you haven't watched oh the show God. yet but just like is the War of the Worlds fucking alien machine outside of your window right now? Oh, you hear that? Yeah, no, it's it's <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, called, it's it's called New York. It's probably some serial <laughs> rapist, you know, finally getting run over. I don't know what um, serial rapist sounds like that because it literally yeah. sounds like the World War. 
Yeah, there's some some cop chasing. There, there's literally some dude in my neighborhood who does this like every couple of nights where he just is like, you know how I'm going to make these people think I'm cool? That's really racist, but I'm going to keep going. <laughs> um, don't be rude. Yeah, yeah, don't be don't be rude. <laughs> what are you doing? He's being so rude. Don't be um, rude. It's <laughs> a great fucking one. I love him. Uh, yeah, God damn it. He, Not in the way that most you know, white nationalists yeah, love him. Exactly, I, I love yeah, him for his comedic yeah, value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was, God damn, was he a good comedian. Oh, he was go. fantastic. He gave us everything we needed. Yeah. The, I'd like um, him back just for that. But uh, yeah, I don't want him in a public. I, I don't want yeah, him other, in a public office. I, I just want him back. Yeah, in I, the public. I want him. I want him. I want him to do a stand-up special in Atlantic City. He'd be loved there. Those are his people. Um, <laughs> right. Just, just never be in public office. Yeah. Oh my god. But the um, what was I talking about that I completely lost? Oh yeah, yeah. But the, but the new Rings of Power show, the new episode. Dude, it's literally there's like half of it takes place in a fucking trench in like a backyard base. Like I could film it in my parents' backyard. This episode. And they're just like, we spent more money than actual God on this fucking TV show. And it makes just, I want to audit it well, so bad. <laughs> that's what you said. You said you wanted to audit it and you wanted to find out where everything was because you smelled the problem. But you know what? I guarantee you there's no problem. We're not quite sure about this, that, Don. Jesus Christ, this works out really well. <laughs> Fuck me, dude. I was not expecting those to segue as well as they did. Um, <laughs> This one great. doesn't. I just got to throw it in. Thank God Donald Trump's a Hulkamaniac. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good he one. He literally has been in the public fucking, like, environment for, I guess, 40 years now. For too long, dude. I for mean, it, too long. it has to be the 80s on. It's got to be 40 years. 40 years. Just, It's just what, what, a, what a mensch. What a, what, a, what, a, what a character, dude. And oh for the people God. that aren't old enough, that, that's the great Hulk Hogan. Thank God Donald Trump's a Hulkamaniac. I, I've heard of him before. He's uh, he's that guy from that show, right? Yeah, um, he's got yeah, a couple yeah, of shows. Yeah, the, the She-Hulk. He's from She-Hulk. He's that's from what she he's from. Oh, Jesus. Uh, you know. Yeah. Well, let's I, rewind. I basically, I'll, I've said basically everything I want to do about uh, about Rings of Power. It's it's fine. It's just it's about as good as The Witcher. It's just it's so expensive. I don't understand what they're doing, and that's my biggest qualm. I but yeah, uh, tell me there was just something. I w it was about appropriation, and it was uh, oh damn it, I lost it again. Ah, this is just <laughs> this is like podcast kryptonite. This is just terrible. Totally. What the hell was it? You are a stupid. Yeah, I know. That's exactly what he is. Forget it. Forget it. I'm not gonna remember. It was. It so was close. A, I was watching something and and it was. Oh, damn it. I'm not even gonna try anymore. Anyway, but uh, to that, how about the Emmy thing that happened? Was that last night or the night before? With, uh, with uh, Jimmy Chris Kimmel? Rocket. Kiss Rock and Slapped? We, uh, no, yeah. no, no. That was, that, that oh, was what, what Oscars. Happened? No, the Emmys. Yeah, yeah no, no, I'm just saying. What, so what Will, that, um... Will Arnett brought out uh, Jimmy okay, Kimmel. Jimmy like... Kimmel didn't win for Late Night Host or whatever. And so no, he drags him he's out. he's so talented. He drags him. Listen to this. So he drags him out by his feet. And then Will Arnett does this whole stand-up on how, you know, he didn't win for the 17th year in a row, and he got into the skinny margaritas in the back, and so basically he's all shit-faced and he's passed out, you know, all drunk. But who is? Oh, wait, Jimmy Kimmel is? Right. He's on the ground, and he's just laying lifeless on the ground. So, I, I mean, literally, Arnett dragged him out, like, down the... But he, he wasn't actually drunk, was he? No, no. They were just, it was just a fucking... It was a bit. bit. Was, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, wait a minute. Well, you never know. It's like, yeah, Jimmy yeah, Fallon's true, true. Yeah, no. It, Jimmy it, Fallon's apparently... 
really into the sauce. It's just a bit. And then he is, isn't he? And so, I mean, they go, man show. Think about that, right? Think about Jimmy Kimmel and where he is now and where he started from, which was the man show with him and Carell and, you know, basically girls jumping around on trampolines so their boobs would bounce, right? Are you saying his average fucking comedy wasn't classic? How dare you, sir? I, I know. And when they came out with the man show, do you remember how big of a hit that was? And that was so beyond stupid. But anyway, yeah. um, so they bring him out, and Arnett does this whole, you know, rigmarole of how he's all wasted and everything. And then he goes to get the and, – and the Emmy goes to, and he can't find the card. And the card, obviously, is in Jimmy Kimmel's jacket, so he leans over and picks it up out of the lifeless body. Anyway, whoever wins it, it's for comedic writing, and it ends up being a black writer, and she was from – uh, Abbott Elementary, I think, was the name of the show, which I don't know anything about the show. I just know yeah. that it was a big win. So she gets out there, and it might have been something historic because it might have been the black first black uh, act or black writer that won for this Emmy contest, whatever. Okay. So she gets out there, and Kimmel doesn't move. Kimmel stays. So Kimmel stays as a uh, lifeless body on yeah. the ground during her entire speech, right? Just really selling the bit, even though the bit wasn't funny to begin with. And so he got lit up by black twitter basically yeah i was gonna say that's pretty um not smart i feel I, like I you mean, could probably have seen that smart, was going. but like i don't know like it's just selling yeah, the joke i mean it was just a stupid joke but again like to take it like okay well you know he he really it wasn't hey you outshine the winner and you like kind of like took away from her moment because it should all have been her Right, like it ended up being like you did that, and that's an example of white privilege. Uh, when it okay, was like, no, it's, it's, uh, it's not an, racial; it's just him being an asshole. Yeah, it's just like Jimmy Kimmel has probably not been not in the spotlight for the last like fifteen years. Right, and and, and he probably can't handle it. To my logic party like idea earlier, like you listen to it and you're like, no, that's not the issue here. The issue is is that he just took the spotlight from somebody. It's not that it's white privilege. That has actually nothing to do with it. He would have done that to a white person. And in yeah. which case, then all of a sudden the white privilege goes away and then I guess it's fine what he did. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, it, it's not it's that. It's not that he's racist. It's that he's a jackass. Yeah, it's that, <laughs> it's that he's kind of unfunny and he didn't, yeah. you know, understand it. So, or maybe he was self-indulged. But the yeah, race part didn't many, have any part yeah. in it at all yeah meanwhile yeah and then he remember how like he basically pulled a weinstein and that's how he landed his per his current wife but you know he doesn't look like harvey weinstein God, so you really do it. know so much shit i don't know what you're talking I about again no his his current wife who he's got all these kids with she was hired under the jimmy kimmel show and he immediately started hitting on her and he invited her over to, he basically asked her out in the writer's room in front of everybody so she really couldn't say no yeah, and then he invited her over, and then it he won her over, and it worked out. But, like, if he didn't look the way he did, and he didn't, like, if he – he was – the fine line between him and, like, pulling a Harvey Weinstein is bananas, and it's just no one talks about it. You're like, that's a creepy kind of fucking move. It's great it <laughs> worked out. But it worked out. out for him, yeah. Yeah, great it worked out, buddy. But, like, dude, <laughs> you were close. Right. Uh, well, I, I know we're pushing 50 minutes here. There's a bunch of stuff we didn't get okay, to talk yeah, about. Let's, let's, let, let's, let, let's put, like, at least, like, wrap up. So, like, Disney, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, I mean, for me, it's just that they're being unoriginal. 
And yes. in, in the process of them being unoriginal, <laughs> the only reason that they, they can sell the shit is because they're doing justice to all these people that have been, you know, deprived of opportunity justice, previous. Though. It's not even justice, though. Well, they're that's like, how they're, they're saying it, it on, right? Yeah, I mean, that's what they're selling it. it. Yeah. Yeah, you know they're they're the pimps. You know, they're, like yeah. I said, they're white knights. They're they're yeah. on the street saying like, you know, what we got you, we got you equality, right? And we got you equity, and we're doing that because we're redoing all of our old shit, but we're featuring all these deprived minorities that have never seen this before. Kudos mm -hmm. to us, right? Like mm -hmm. pat on the back, Iron yeah, Mike Sharp style. Yeah, and that's going to make up for the fact that we're not going to give you any original programming content, no matter how much you beg or say this is a great movie idea. Unless your name is like Wesley Snipes or some shit, we don't want to hear it. Right, right, know. right. Now, oh, that's <laughs> what that was the appropriation thing, that, or appropriation I think is the right word I want to use. But have you seen the Netflix documentary on And One? The, no, the shoe that? company. It was a shoe no. company. They basically came out in the early 2000s, and they rivaled uh, They basically rivaled Nike at, at, at a certain point. Mm -hmm. And what they ultimately did, it was three Ivy League grads. They started making shirts, and the shirts had, um, they basically had kind of like slap-talking bullshit on them, right? It was all smack-talk shirts, right? And people dug them. And so they definitely dug them, you know, in the streets in, like, let's say, urban America. And so they became super popular. So they ended up going down there and selling these shirts. And then they basically made a video mixtape. So they, they went to a lot of where all the street games were playing, like the, like the yeah. Rucker and a lot of the big popular um, street ball tournament games. And they basically made a street tape. They, they made a mixtape, they called it, right? And it was just highlights of all these players from the street game doing their shit. And then they started giving it out, and it went bonkers. And everybody and the brother, like, bought into this, and they were like, when's the next mixtape coming out? It become kind of like a cultural phenomenon. They got into shoes. They ended yeah. up figuring they needed to get a second tape out there. And so in order to do that, they basically made a tour. They basically made a street ball tour that they took from city to city. They did it on a whim, and they did it for the sole purpose, basically, of getting footage to make this second mixtape. And so it was done by these three, you know, whatever, Ivy League yeah. guys, and it, w it went on ESPN. It became ESPN's top-ranking thing. They had shoes. They, I mean, they were selling out. I, Vince Carter wore them on his famous dunk contest. I mean, you got to watch the, the documentary. It's fantastic. But ultimately, what happens is they just pulled all the money from the thing. They gave everybody, like, bits and pieces and scraps. And then ultimately imploded on, under its own weight because all the players weren't making money. They started fighting with each other because they gave different kind of contracts out to different people. And everybody thought that they deserved more. And then, mm. you know, one of the three guys just got burnt out. One of the three Ivy League guys that did it, who's the shoe designer, got burnt out. He pieced out. Then all of a sudden their shoe sales dropped and the whole thing imploded. And then these guys just sold it before it was worth nothing and just like pieced out, right? And so, I mean... You want to talk about, like, I don't know, cultural appropriation? Is that the right terminology that I'm I looking so, for? I think so, yeah. Right? Like, that's what this whole documentary was about, right? And so if you want to get, like, really heated about things, 
You know, like, yeah, you could get heated about, like, Disney and doing it, like, the other way. But, like, it's things like that, that like, that entire and one concept that leave the bad taste in everybody's mouth, right? And because that's, like, where the real abuse is. And it's just all these lines get blurred as you take real-life incidents like that. And then you take things like what's going on with Disney as they're just, like, recasting people in shitty movies, because if it was a better movie, you know, it, it, nobody would care, like we said. Yeah. Right? So, but that that was what I was thinking of, because as we talked about all this kind of thing, I'm like, I know there was something that happened, you know, like, the other way, where it was like, yeah, that's abuse, that's what you should talk about, it was that and one documentary. But, um, anyway, so, I, you know, screw Disney for making shitty movies and ruining Star Wars, and ruining what? Marvel. Yeah, 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 ruining all of it, yeah. So, I, I mean, button that up, but be, before we peace out, like, I mean, there was a... a you, you talked a little bit about Lords of the Rings. I am not caught up with it, but we can yeah. talk about it if you want. I saw She-Hulk. You did not. I, but I, I don't know if we both... She-Hulk because the only thing to really say about it, like nothing's happening really in Lord of the Rings. Like it's Well, fine. let's touch it's on just, Lord of the Rings yeah. for that fact. Yeah. Right? Because it, this is as safe as it comes in terms it, of... Exactly. You just hit the nail on the head so hard. It is just... I mean, they're like, giving they're, everybody they're, what they want like to the nth degree and on a budget but it's but they're well i mean uh, uh, yeah a budget and a half but it's just like, like they never leave the, they so, never leave the one scene i i mean they're always in the same set which one are you talking about i in, yeah. in, in uh whatever in uh house of the dragon oh, the they're sh- always like in in the throne room oh, house of the dragon oh house of the dragon house, house of the, the dragon. dragon i'm like oh, oh what was they talking about the what was they talking oh, about oh i saw lord of the rings ah oh, shit yeah well anyway I, house really of the dragon i think is safe the... as hell anyway but all right let's yeah, go lord of the rings yeah. is lord no, 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 of the rings safe it's painfully safe like like so house of the dragon i think they're taking like you know, it's just a watered-down version of regular Game of Thrones. You're totally right. Like, the biggest thing they did was this week where, like, the uncle and the, you know, spoiler alert, you know, they sort of oh had sex and he couldn't perform. Well, yeah. And, and they, they they literally got out of the sets that they had created by going down. I literally thought I was watching Defenders on, on, on Netflix or in the Marvel yeah. show that they, they mixed everybody together because I was like, oh, here they go. Here's a small, you know, tiny alleyway where they don't have to spend too much on the actual set design. They can make it look like it's like the inner city when it's like, yeah, this is probably like some back alley Hollywood like set that's like done for like, you know, a thousand bucks. Like yeah. it was just like, come on, guys! Like I, I don't know where the money for this is going, but it's got to so go I, somewhere. I, I watched, I watched that one right after I did Lord of the Rings, and I, I gotta be honest, like, I, I understand what you're saying about it, but like, I'm just because it is literally half a billion less expensive than <laughs> yeah. fucking. So I then then because everything you're you're saying with that, I totally agree with about House of Dragons is just so much more pronounced. In in that fucking in, in fucking Lord, of the, Lord Rings. of the Rings, and it's just it makes me appreciate House of the Dragons so much more. Where I'm like, okay, this show at least has things happening. At least the characters are like kind of original and have their own shit going on. And instead, you just get like, I wonder if this character is going to do this basic heroic vanilla action. Like, there's just there's nothing. Yeah, I mean, this the latest episode, right? I mean. You saw every single plot line coming around the corner, and I have not read mm-hmm. the source material. So yeah. unlike you, I don't know what's coming. 
Yeah. And I was like, okay, when is Damien coming in? Because obviously he gave her the necklace, and then they always make googly eyes at each other. What? I mean, to be fair, it, like if I didn't know that was going to happen, I would have hopefully, and, and and you know, with no the not the encyclopedic knowledge of this dumb shit that I have of you know Game of Thrones, I would have been like, oh, it's like a brother sister relationship. But you know, then there comes the thing of, oh, this is Game of Thrones. You know what brother sister relationship <laughs> means? <laughs> Whoopsie. But then even to the point that it was like, oh, you know, they had to show the scene when he was with his real wife and he couldn't perform. And why yeah. would you do that? Because it was really kind of nonsensical at the time. Oh, that's because they're going to use that <laughs> later on, right? I mean, it was. I can't bang just anyone. I need to. F- Fuck my niece. Right. And, and even that didn't up. work out. So it was just kind of like, all right, here we go again. And then she leaves. And then, and I mean, the the who was the uh, Cornelius or who is her, uh, her watchman that she then ended up sleeping with? Oh, Sir Cole. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, I mean, come on. Like, they've done flirty eyes between the two of them for, yeah. but, you know, well, well, four You're saying the two, the two young hot actors are going to f- have sex with each other? <laughs> where, where are you getting this? Where, whoa, 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 you should be writing this. How did you come up with that? Well, I, I, I'll <laughs> tell you what. Who could have seen that coming? To the House of the Dragon writers, guess what? You didn't need to have a sex scene with the king just to show his back full of lesions in that order for us to understand hilarious. that he's dying. Like, it was we disturbing, it. but it was it was that. And, like, it's been full years since I've seen him. And I literally oh, screamed yeah. out loud. Damn it. I screwed that a lot. I'm like, we're going to talk about this. We're okay. Talk about this. Oh. Let's go back. Where was the time insert? It was like, it was, it was early a little on? deeper in. No, it was deeper in the episode than before, but it was still like in the first half of it, I'd say. It was like when they're like catching up because they haven't seen each other in years. Like, it's been full years since I've seen you last. And I'm like, oh, they did it again. Oh, there it oh, is. Okay. All right. I was trying to find it and I missed it. And I've only seen the episode once. And I was like, I know they had something in here. And I know there's a couple of conversations about time period. And I'm like, oh, man, where was it? So who was saying it? It was the, the Rhaenyra or Damon. It was okay. one of the two said it to each other. So just and, like, and for anybody trying to follow along at, at home that doesn't understand, we talked about last week about how you know the show is so heavy-handed in the fact that they don't want to do supers or do anything in the beginning to tell you exactly how much time period has passed, mm-hmm. but they have to establish work. it because they're covering like 30, 40 years in, during the course of the show. So they end up doing it in really trivial dialogue at the beginning I, of the show. But I kind of love it, though. Because, like, it's, I'm, like, because it's so forced. It's, it's like it's like remember in Avengers Infinity War when like Captain America comes out of the shadows to grab his shield and everyone starts cheering. Uh, yes. That's to me when they do these time things. It's been four years and I just stand up and I just start <laughs> I start clapping. I go, there it is, there it is. Uh, I mean, it really at this point you just kind of wait for it, right? Are, are you familiar so- with? Uh- with, with Sunday Night Football at all, with the NBC broadcast. Barely, barely, but so I, I can... they, they had, it used to be Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth, and Collinsworth is still there, but Michaels left. But anyway, they'd always have Michaels doing his intro, and then Collinsworth would literally slide into the screen from the one side. And they called it the Collinsworth slide, and it was just like everybody laughed at it because they were all waiting for it, right? That's kind of become the time drop in House of the Dragon. It's like every, you're just sitting there waiting for it. 
It's it was like, where it is? How much time is left? How much time has passed? How much time has passed? And then somebody comes in. Oh, my God. I haven't ran that far in three and a half years since the last yeah. time we saw you. Oh, yeah, okay. Since we last saw each other during scene four <laughs> of the last episode, which was basically the entire timeline. It's been four years and two days and five hours. And you're like, oh, thank goodness. I'm a dum-dum. I couldn't pick up on context clues. I'm glad you said it so verbosely. Um but yeah, I now, mean, now I, Damon dropped the ball because he just has an issue. Well, right? he well he literally dropped the ball. Uh, That's no, what I'm saying. He, uh, no, no, no. I'm I'm making a sex joke because <laughs> balls, and I'm 12. Um, that boy is good. But he, <laughs> woo, I did it. Um, I, I I so he probably has a problem. I was hoping because I I don't remember if this is like in the they talk about this in the book, but it's like, and, and maybe I'm giving him too much credit. But I'm just thinking, maybe he was thinking, maybe I shouldn't fuck my niece. And that's why he didn't do it. That's me probably giving him too much credit. But Yeah, no, I, I thought it was just the, the performance problem because why would they put it in episode two? Yeah, or episode well, I mean, one. If, if how's it, he going to want to fuck his hot wife when he's got his fucking hot niece right there? I mean, come on, use your head, man. Use your head. Yeah, I, I'm not uh, sure. But, you know, there there are... Bang someone who's not related to me. Gross. Talk, talking about some of the, you know, like the military issues from the last episode, it, some of the things that they've put in place here, maybe they're in the book, maybe they're not, but the little kid that's sitting on the steps that ends up ratting her out. Yeah. Like, I mean, come on. Seriously? Uh, the, 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 book, the book is so much more broad than that because it's it's really just like, it's basically like foot, like bullet points of like this happened and this happened and this happened. And this. It's so weird how he structures it because it's not like the other Game of Thrones books at all. Uh, but, but like how, number one, like why, that's the kid that, that picks her out. Nobody else knows are, who it you is. You are going to, you are going to despise the Lord of the Rings show if you're having these problems because I'm like, like. I'm just going to do that going forward. I'm going to watch Lord of the Rings and House of Dragons because it's making me enjoy House of Dragons so much more because I go, well, at least they tried. <laughs> just, <laughs> I get it. All right. It's I, just like, I don't know. Like, I'm, it, like I, I, I'm, I'm with you, but at the same time, it's just like, God, Lord of the Rings just doesn't even know what they're doing right now, man. Well, you're a huge fan of Lord of the Rings, correct? I love both of them. I love both of them. Lord of the Rings was my Star Wars growing up. Okay. So yeah. I currently am through half of the two towers, right? So oh yeah, yeah, awesome. Oh, that's, that's and one of the best and I am at the point now that Gandalf has now come back as Gandalf the White instead of Gandalf mm -hmm. the Gray, right? Yep. And let let me just say a couple of things. I, I science fiction has usually been my jam, not mm -hmm. fantasy, but science fiction so star wars yep. i wasn't a huge star trek fan but i mean wrath of Khan rocked um i i have literally done i battlestar galactica when they redid that in the early 2000s was awesome i mean sci-fi sci is kind of like my wheelhouse that's what i like the most um now I, it's not a knock on fantasy but i've always just had some problem with logic when it comes to you know the the fantasy realm, if you will, yeah. and watching these Lord of the Rings, I gotta ask you, man. Like none of the the kind of garbage, <laughs> garbage logic and garbage warfare and all that kind of stuff bothered you when you were watching it. Now let's let's just take aside the fact I that was... Gollum is awful. 
Right? I, like, oh, he's, dude, you, okay, he's you as could, bad as Jar Jar Brinks is, if not you, worse. No, you need to understand. Gollum was my first real fear. I was seven years old and my dad took... So there was these animated movies of The Lord of the Rings that were disgustingly bad when you look okay. back on it. With that, I watched when I was a kid before like the actual like movies proper came out. And Gollum gave me such vivid nightmares that I will never think he's a bad character. And I... I enjoy him because he just shows like this, like this disgusting creation. Like it really shows like what the ring will eventually do to you. Yeah, like no. that's why I enjoy him. I think you're like probably if you're new to it, he can come across as really over, like over and like heavy handed. But they 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 humanize him a little bit more in the third one. It, it, it's hard to describe. I, I think I know where you're coming from, but I, he was like, he's just such a like he was such a part of my life. Well, he basically occupying the fear center of my brain for years as a child. So oh, in that yeah. regard, he's going to have some a different kind of attachment to you than to me. I hmm. look at him, and it's all, it's practically Robert Roger Rabbit on TV for me, right? Which is I don't even know a reference that you hmm. understand. But no, I know, I know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, also, Rod Zemeckis. He's coming up way more in today than I would ever. <laughs> go figure, right? And that was not intended with my little reference there, but yeah. So I mean, it's like Roger Rabbit and, and Jessica Rabbit. Like it, it looks animated on on a live. TV set, and I don't know if it looked different in 2003 or whatever when it was on the big screen, but it just has not aged well. It just doesn't look it, it yeah, looks that, fake as could be. Now, I don't know how you would do Gollum otherwise, but... It, yeah, it, no, it it, it, does, it has not aged the best, I'll agree with you, but like at the time, and like that's how I kind of still mentally think of it, it just... It, it's aged really well, all things considered. Like the practical effects, because they do this if you ever watch the Hobbit movies, which are like the prequels, but they they basically do what they do an exact thing that Lord of the Star Wars did, where they just go, "What if we over CGI'd everything up before we did CGI?" <laughs> gotcha. And they just complete like the orcs look, I think, super badass. And I will give the TV show credit for that because the orcs look badass in the TV show because it's practical. Well, the orcs look. It, I think the orcs look good in the movie. Yes, I mean, they, yeah. they're like a believable aspect of it. Yeah, because it's all this cool practical effect. It's like that original Star Wars shit where you're like, this age is yeah, great. It, it, it's, it's, it, because it's puppets, and it's not CGI. Yeah, exactly. And that's where like the issues with Gollum come up. Because like at the time, it was fucking groundbreaking, and now you're like, I see the cracks here. But in the in the Hobbit movie, all the orcs are CGI, and it looks so much worse. It's oh, like, I, it's, I would think so. I mean, the orcs... It looks... Even look, at the time, it looked bad. The... the Star Wars prequels prove if they didn't prove anything at the time, they definitely have proved now that doing puppeting and doing actual tangible 3D physical special effects blow the doors off computer animation. They just do. And yeah, like they really you, do to like a crazy degree. Yeah, and, and I mean, even it's like if you look at the shark, shark in Jaws. As soon as you notice the, the gaps in the mouth so that the mechanical you know tr trap can move to close and open the mouth, you're just like, that doesn't look like a great white shark at all. Yet yeah. every time I look at Jaws, I'm like, that's the scariest shit they ever put on TV related to the water. And yeah. I still believe that shark is real. Even though I'm like, I can see the foam teeth, I can see the jaw mandible move and how it's garbage, it still looks better than anything that they've done ever since with computer generated shows. Are you saying are you saying the Meg wasn't believable? Yeah, I mean it was terrible. Yeah, no, it was a terrible movie. 
But, like, I just don't understand why, and I understand that, well, I do understand it. It has to do with finances, but, you know, why they just don't try to do puppeting more, and they always rely on computers. It's just, at a certain point, like, you could see it in Lord, not Lord of the Rings, House of the Dragon, when they have an actual physical puppet of the dragon, they put their hands on it. It's usually because it's short and it's probably a piece of latex, like, that big, right? Yeah. As opposed to the big gigantic dragon, which you're obviously going to have to do with computer but it looks better when it's small and it's like yeah you know whoever it is has their hands on the side of a dragon neck you mm-hmm. know and I, I can see the dragon neck i can see the touching it you know and then it's like the golem thing when he's trying there's to interact with sean astin and, and with uh, elijah wood it, yeah. which was funny last week or two weeks well, ago he was, was so he was act. i believe he was actually on set at the andy circus who was doing golem but like I, and he has said some like if you ever dig into Andy Circus about this, and I, I do love Andy Circus because I love his Gollum and he's, he's a good actor. I think it's some other stuff, but he had like this really weird, like, oh, the whole reason Gollum worked was because of my acting. And it's like, no. Does he really say that? <laughs> he said that. Yeah. It's just, it's like, it's like Gollum was. There's like, no I, acting and to I, it. And I was like, I had a bigger attachment to it, obviously, than, than you do, but that's also like because it was such a part of my childhood and like a genuine, like, that was my greatest fear for like ages like five through eight. Like I cannot stress to you, like when like when I was going to bed, the lights had to be on because I was terrified Gollum was like creeping down from the ceiling. Yeah, everybody's which, like, got that. I mean, like my this kids... spidery little thing that tries to put its like, and you'd read the book, and he's got these like slimy hands he tries to choke you with, and you're like, yeah, that's the worst thing I've ever heard about in my life. Um, yeah, when I was growing up, it was all the it was all the the monster movie you know characters. It was your your yeah. Freddies and your Jasons and your Michael Myers. You know, yeah. my kids currently, it's like anything that they watch on YouTube that's scary. You know, it's, it's not woke content. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not yeah. woke content, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She Hulk not being told what a girl boss she is. Yeah, no, that's what's oh, well, you know, I, I'll I'll finish on that. But before I get off Lord of the Rings, my only other question for you is, you know, when they end up doing, yeah, I mean, there are. Look, these guys have stamina out the wazoo. I mean, oh, they, yeah. they literally they just ran run. for days. They, they ran, ran for days. days. Yeah. They ran they for ran days. For days. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They ran for days, and they were never tired. And then they're rock climbing. They're doing everything. Like these guys were American oh, ninjas before yeah. American ninjas even existed. It is it not is even phenomenal. in America. In, in it Mordor. is phenomenal. Mordor it is, ninjas. It is, uh, they make a reference to it in the book. There's, I think, there's something they call like because they're like you are fucking like you realize how stamina? much you ran right. Yeah, yeah. You realize that like. <laughs> You ran for days on end. They're like, that's what we needed to do to get to where we were going. And you're like, cool. Uh, anyway, uh, you guys are psychopaths. But And there, there is a lot of things happen just for them to happen aspect of Lord of the Rings. Uh, which part? You mean? Like, like, right, like, they find Gollum when they're lost in, in you know, in, in the, on the rock cavern, right? Like, they're lost. They can't find anything else. Gollum appears. Oh well, no, no, he was following them for days, though. Like he's like he's literally been following them since Fellowship, but they like barely. You mean like because he found them in Moria by accident? Right, but he didn't find them any other time. He found them exactly when they were lost. Right? You know what I mean? No, 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 no. no. He, 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 so, so that they they talk about this in the movie, but like it's it's kind of clear in the book, so you can see the words because Gandalf's literally whispering this shit when he tells like Frodo it in the movie. I've listened to this scene like a bajillion times, so I know it's there. But he, Gollum finds when they're in the mines of Moria. So Gollum is in there because the they strategically the orcs released Gollum because he's drawn to the One Ring because he's had it for so many years. They never show that in the movie, by the way. No, but I mean, how can you? But it's like 
That's like I, okay. They they release Gollum basically. Put a pin in that. I want to come back to that in a hot second. Yeah, there's there's a, there's there's some book stuff you gotta like know to like know. That's where I'm going. It. That's where I'm going. Continue. Yeah, but yeah, but it's it's also like in a movie. How do you show that? You only have so much time. You can do something in a movie. You're like, do we show this cool battle scene with this guy throwing a sword through a person's neck, <laughs> or do we explain how spider creature like found these two fucking midgets? Like, we, we, we gotta put our priorities straight. So. Well, all right. So to that end, I, I was going to bring it up. You know, in a high, I, we, we were going to end this a half an hour ago or an hour and a half in, but it's never going to end. Okay. So, I, I they definitely do not give the non connoisseur of the text any heads up on like fifty percent of the big ticket items in this movie. Like, if you didn't read the books, you're 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 kind of piecing things together way after they mm-hmm. happened. Yeah. You know, like I mean, I, I, so I in the first second watched movie, these movies, I don't know where yeah. that kingdom is, and I have no clue of the relevance of it. I, I would have if if it weren't the fact that I watched. So I watched this when I was like you know seven or eight, whenever these first came out, and then I have been like seeped in the knowledge of this world since then. So I will never know what it's like to go into fucking Middle Earth, compl- like as a virgin anymore. I've I, been out of those that's games me, too baby. long. Yeah. So uh, I'm like I'm Rhaenyra. I'm just like I I'm have like, not been touched yet. Yeah, well, that changed. Um, <laughs> it's changing right now. I, I, if your uncle comes a knocking later, you best watch out. <sighs> that'd um, be really weird in modern times. Like, yeah, that'd be very weird. Modern. I like, hope so. I hope not people to mention don't my uncle's like, bald with a beard. Not not my t- not my style. <laughs> I was gonna say it's gonna be really weird, dude. If like in five years, people are like, people are like, what do you mean it's weird? They did in Game <laughs> of Thrones. <laughs> They said this was perfectly natural, and this keeps a strong blood flowing. Dude, I did I did that once at a party, and because I was making like some like dumb people sound like this joke, like that was basically what the joke was. Yeah, you're making fun and, of uh, you and, know, the, and I, the white I, country I, guy. I shit you not, this bald guy, like the whole thing goes silent, and this bald dude, one of the older guys, is one of my like family like parties or something, and I'm just telling this joke loudly. And this bald dude at the other end of this table goes, who is a doctor. He's like a plastic surgeon or something like this. Dude makes bank every year. He's working in Florida. He looks at me. Everyone's quiet. And he says, now, son, why do you think a voice like that has to be applied to a moron? And I go, <laughs> fuck me. Are you serious? Like, that's your actual voice. <laughs> I didn't expect voice. that at all. No. Yeah. No, it was just like. A fucking course. I find the one fucking plastic surgeon who sounds like this dude. God right, who pulled up in a Lamborghini truck. Yeah. Hold on. You hold on to this Rolex. It's not my favorite one, but I do appreciate <laughs> how it brings out my eyes. Oh, we've all like, been there. We've all said the yeah. stupid thing and got caught, yeah, caught right. red-handed. Oh, oh, Jesus. Unfortunate. Maybe uh, some more than mo- others, you know, such as yourself. Yeah. Yes, yes, me. Yeah. Ooh. But, but uh, I, anyway, know, quickly before we end up, you got to tell me about She Hulk because I right. have only been hearing the worst about this show. It's all only right. been getting progressively so, worse. Like we said, there's content everywhere, which is why we ran a, an hour and a half here. But all right, so here's the problem with She Hulk. I, I don't think I've hated a Disney Plus show more uh, than this She Hulk show. I, it is beyond comprehension what they were doing in the writing room as they just smattered this like hodgepodge of shit together so i'll just here's how it's it's supposed to be a comedy right 
But, like, the only way that they're able to shoehorn comedy in is they, they brought these, like, four or five writers in from college. They gave them, like, 35 grand a year each, and they dropped, like, a, a textbook this big on how to write every possible joke from 1950 to 1975. And they were like, take this book and just put it into the, the script. Every single joke is so ham-handed and old and just it contrived. You could see it from a mile away. And so here's the opening scene of the latest uh, episode. There is a uh, because we got Wong in it, right? Wong's involved because you know we wait, can't wait, do anything wait, wait, on his wait, own. Wait. Has he been in any other? Um, has, he, has he been in any other Marvel property? No, I, I don't think so. He's a pretty new character. He's this old, uh, like, well, not older, heavy set Asian guy. He's like the right hand man to Doctor Strange, and uh, I don't know. He's kind of there for like comedic reference. He, he appears once in a while. I don't think you've seen him recently though. Um, you know, I could be mistaken though. Maybe he appears fucking everywhere. I don't know. So, and oddly enough, how do enough, we tell people that this is a shared universe? Do we tie in other properties together, or maybe some sly little references to other you know things that are happening in this universe, or maybe these gigantic events that are world shattering? Now, how about this like one wizard dude? One guy. Just, yeah, he gets like and a scene. Speaking of which, somebody owes us some money, especially over the Ringer Podcast Network, because you could say nobody listened to this show, I don't care, but somebody over there does, because literally they wrote a whole article about what we talked about last week, which was Wong saved I, I remember when you, said, when you showed that to me. Yeah, that was um, I mean, granted, pretty we're, on point. We're in the think tank era, but I mean, you know, we literally talked about it, and then the article was exactly what we talked about, which was it's been all Wong. And so Wong, all right, so basically there's a magician that appears at the beginning of this new uh, episode, and he does wacky stuff, and he does it with Doctor Strange rings, and so Sorcerer Supreme stuff, and you're like, oh, all right, here it goes. Here, here's a tangent to Wong. And so he gets some girl on stage, and he opens up a portal, and she vanishes, and then we see Wong. Now here's where the, the tell me if you know where the punchline is. So it's Wong, and when you see Wong on, immediately when he appears, it's the woke up this morning theme from The Sopranos playing in the background, Wong getting a bowl of popcorn, and he sits down. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Wong's just like me? Yes, he's just like I you. just get a bowl of popcorn. I know, I know. Then, well, well, I mean, what? he's the everyday man, right? I mean, he is Whoa. the comic relief. He is you. Right? How did they do that? Wong, they have man, now made Wong the audience. That's what it is. It's it's the, you are Wong, and you can relate to everything going on in the universe through oh, Wong. I didn't get that. Oh, I'm a dum-dum. Oh, my God. So just stop me when you can tell the joke. So, so uh, it is the Sopranos, and so he's eating with a bowl of popcorn, and all of a sudden... They show the screen, and the circle opens, and out comes the girl that the other magician sent through. And she's got a, a pumping heart in her hand, and she throws it down. And this girl was a doozy drunk chick that he pulled out of the stage. So she's like, oh, hi, where am I? I don't know what's going on. Blah, 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 blah. And so now she stands in front of the television screen. So Wong's looking at her. He pauses the Sopranos in the background. But she's standing off to the side so that you can see the Sopranos, the episode, the season, and the episode in it. And so, come on. I, I mean, like, can you, can you feel where it's going yet? 
No, no, I'm a dum-dum. I just watch Disney and because it's so good, me no understand where they could be. So, so, so she starts talking about where she's been and he's like, what? And he was like, don't bother me now. I'm just about to watch The Sopranos. So there you go. I mean, if you haven't figured it out, he's about to watch a big episode and she comes in and, oh, that's the episode that they kill Adriana. Oh. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Oh, oh how, how did they come up with it? these? Are dude, these are are these professional writers? Yeah, I, I, oh, oh like my God. so, and it's like that was supposed to be the big punchline, and it was just like, are you kidding me? Like, and so throughout the entire episode, it's just more of the same. I mean, every on top of the CGI being horrific, we were talking about the puppeting it, before. I was gonna say like, like I know, I know, we were just shitting on Gollum for being like so he. I think he does like I think he looks good, but it's also like a lot of nostalgia behind those rose tinted goggles. But like She Hulk, from what I've seen, they have looks a sink genuinely issue. she looks genuinely bad. They like, have a it sink issue. Bad. Like when you watch it issue. and you're watching her lips move, they don't match it like it doesn't look to the point of like Chinese, like, you know, English sub you know, dub overs, but it's like it doesn't work with the face and so you're just kind of like this doesn't work like that mouth doesn't work with what you're saying like the whole thing is just terrible and so on top of just having bad writing where you can see the punchlines come and some of it is just like i mean it's just completely juvenile like some of the writing i mean wong does the same jokes over and over and over again right like he doesn't you know he doesn't understand how the real world world works so he's always making references to him and sorcery yeah, and, or or no if there is not a reference to and seinfeld's too raw of a show so they're probably going to go for like like wong or some character who's new to the human world somehow getting super into friends or something in phase five, I will eat my show on this show. Well, like there's no way they're not going to be like, I have been from galaxy far away, but I very much enjoy this friend. Joey is my favorite. Right. How are you doing? And then they'll be like, oh, you go save the world with Spider-Man now. Well, that would have more point than this show because this show literally has no point. So... Oh. Throughout the whole episode, it's just all wong, wong, wong. Last episode, they threw in Abomination, and you thought the Abomination was going to be like I part of like the show. Yeah, he wasn't like, in anything here. The only reason they threw this in was to basically feature Wong and some jokes. And he like shoulder taps, and it was kind of funny because like he shoulder taps She Hulk in the middle of like one of her dates, right? So oh, they they did dating. They did a whole uh, fifteen minutes of the show was all about Tinder. And her yeah. trying to use Tinder, and then doing the oh, bad date. The, the bad oh, the, date. Oh, the, oh, is she is she know? a hot woman who's going to get some some? No, but everybody some, only ooh. digs her as the Hulk, right? Oh, they don't like her as yeah. her. And so it, it's basically the speed seating, the, the speed dating scene from Forty Year Old Virgin, just oh, wow. done in the PG form, you know, for mm-hmm. Disney featuring She Hulk. So mm. she would be Steve Carell, and all the losers are the people at the other end of the table, right? Oh, even, so even better. Oh, Wong oh, snatches her for no reason because I don't know what she would do. I need you random knockoff because we can't afford actual Hulk. Anyway, yeah. yeah. And so in the scene that they throw them in, all she's got to do is like beat up these bats that are demons. They're like demon bats and oh, throw them God. into a portal that he 
that he's opening. I, I mean, none of it makes sense. And then my final. Can you imagine coming up with an actual story arc for a show? Dude, you know how I, that's I, like a thing that people enjoy? No, we need slice of life content in this shitty Marvel knockoff show. Now, now there's been bad shows before that are just bad shows because, you know, they tried hard and they're just awful. The, yeah. This is a show where it's like they don't even want to try. All they want to do is just cookie cut the shit out of this thing using every old trick in the book, every joke that's been used, repurpose it. I mean, there is nothing original in this show ever, including the part that I hate the most, which is sporadically, without any knowledge and without any linkage or making sense at all, they just have the She-Hulk look into the camera and drop some, break the fourth wall and drop some joke that isn't funny at at all and again it's it like, like i didn't like it originally because that's deadpool's thing and it was original to deadpool no, no no are you telling me that they're gonna run that into the ground the moment they find out something works they go people laughed at this that means if we keep doing it over and over again that is humor but if you do it in this show and you do it in deadpool why can't you do it in every other flipping show Right, and they have to, they did break the fourth wall to a hot. They're going to. Well, they're they did in Spider Man to too, right? Didn't all of them look at the camera at one point? Right, they were talking about all. I, I think it was like that wasn't. Oh like no, confirmed. Ned was Ned was talking to them, and so they all looked at the same time. It looked like they were yeah, looking yeah. at the camera. I, but they I were was going to say, I think I think that was like that was like the theory online, but it was like I don't think that's what they were actually going for because that movie actually had like decent writing. No, that that movie was fine. <laughs> But yeah, I was just saying that the, like the break in the fourth wall, but, it, it just it doesn't make any sense. And in this episode, they just throw it in every like once in a while. And it was like, look, if it's wait, not wait, a- no, wait, no, no, see, you're misunderstanding because from what I understand, as a writer in Hollywood now, that is comedy. <laughs> right. That is all. That's all it takes now, Rich. I, what are you talking about? I, I just if you don't understand. There's only thirty it, minutes. You're, you're, I really need you to watch this to understand how bad it is and how tired. And <laughs> so to, tired. So tired. So tired. And to sum it up, the most tired thing of them all is that after every episode, they do a post uh, post credits scene. Oh, post credit scene, like in the movies. So oh my, I've never seen those before. To revisit the beginning of the episode, they have Wong and the drunk chick sitting there eating popcorn, getting ready to watch something, and all she's doing is asking Wong all these different alcoholic beverages and if he has tried them or not. Right, and he's like, oh, I have tried that, I have not tried that, I have tried that, I have not tried that. And then, I mean, they just literally go through a litany of, of but once alcohol. Again, I, have, I have to repeat, are you saying Wong is just like me? He's just like you. He's just like me. Oh, my God. As a dumb viewer, I can totally relate. I like this show now. It it, it really is. I mean, they should do some kind of a documentary it, on how this show got made because it really it, it who is. Who are the writers? I saw the one girl from that show, The Good Place, that was good, but she was like, hey, did you ever watch The Good Place? Uh, I did not know. It was it was a fun show, but like she played this one character who was just and like the kind of the point of her character was she was supposed to be grading, but like wow, they didn't have to do such a good job of that. Like wow, she was fucking annoying. And I, I think she's a writer for this show, which is why I'm bringing it up. 
I have no clue, but it really just feels like nobody's writing the show. I mean, yeah, no one's writing it. It's it, just kind of. It literally. It, it, I feel like they gave them every telus, uh, teleplay or whatever that they used to call the old TV, you know, telescreens or whatever uh, scripts for like Facts of Life. Uh, you know, I, too close for comfort. Every seventies TV show that uh, you might have seen in syndication, maybe not. And then they were just like, take every funny joke out of this. It's been long enough that nobody would ever have seen this. And then just like put it back into the show. I mean, everything in the show has been done before. I mean, there is not one original thing in it at all. I, I, and it's supposed to be a comedy. That's how they sell it. They build this shit it's, as a comedy. I, but I, that makes me love it more because it's just there's so something so beautifully cynical about it. Well, well, that's the best. That would be the best approach to the show, and maybe we should just feature it next week. But you got to catch up because we could literally do an hour and a half just making fun of the show, because it's it's just I, that bad. I I think I, I okay. You know what? I will watch it this week. I I, I will try to watch it this weekend. I have like a. I will. But by the time of the next show, it's I'll a half an hour. It's four episodes. It'll take you two yeah. hours, if that. Okay. Okay, I can I can do this. I can do this. I'll at least like I might even just skip ahead and just watch one of them because it, I'm. It was just made for people to rip on. And to that part, and and I'm going to condense this, is that we said it before, I'll say it again, is that the Disney Plus approach to the Marvel Universe has made the property feel small as shit. Like, it doesn't feel big anymore. Which is kind of crazy. Yeah, right? With all the money they have invested in this, to make it seem so small. I don't get it like it's just i i I think it's also because like when we i think we did this we looked through phase four and really besides spider-man far from home was there anything like kind of big that no no nothing it was all junk all junk like and and it didn't push the the story for the two spider did did both spider-man movies far from home and no way home did they both have a? they were both phase four technically right i don't know if they bookended them or not, or the other one. No, the other one ended phase three. Okay, but like they, 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 so I both think far from place. home was the end of phase three. But they're both basically like you know the same like I, close enough, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I figured. It's just like those are the only ones that have like progressively been like decent, which is very sad. Well, I, I, I mean, the last one was fun because it was nostalgia, you know, mm-hmm. on steroids. But it's just like I don't, I don't get why they're doing such a bad job of this constantly. Like it's just been over and over and over again. Where they just no plan. don't seem to care. At There's no all. plan. There's absolutely no plan. And whatever the plan is, it's so far out there. Even though it's not, like we said, it's only like two years away, right? I mean, I, I think they got two years or three years. To get to the end here, but like, like they're making She-Hulk because She-Hulk's just not a factor. Like they're just making it purely. It's it, just a cynical like cash grab to them. Well, I, and again, I think what happened, what has happened now in the modern era, is that you have seen like media as business ruin intellectual property because they don't treat it as intellectual property. They just treat it as a, a 
a spoke in the wheel of their big yeah. business, right? Well, it's also just like, I mean, they're doing this with fantasy shows now too, where like everyone wants a piece of the superhero Marvel pie, including Marvel now, where they're just like, like, oh, superheroes are the thing. We got to break out all these dumb shit superheroes we have that no one gives a shit about because they need a TV show because we need more content. This is why they're making all these like... Well, well what, they're, they're, what has ruined Marvel now is the fact that Disney Plus needs to be a property, right? It, yeah, they needs, need, it needs to be an asset. Disney they need Plus, 50 different shows to separate themselves from Netflix no they, matter what the quality is right. of them. Exactly. They need people to hop on the hop on, subscribe to this app, pay ten bucks a month, and be like, you know what? I get ten dollars worth of programming because everything I need is there. And and so they just pump out stuff just to have it there. I mean, Netflix has been doing that for eons. I mean, they've been doing that for like six, seven years. Yeah. But their approach has now been taken by everybody else. Mm-hmm. It's just that Disney's like, oh, well, we have Marvel. So where Netflix has to come up with random shit to, to pump out crap, we can just pump out crap with a with a name on it. You just put a name on the box, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, it's... So they're it, just taking a so, shit in a box, putting the name on it, and putting it out there, and they're expecting uh, delicious. you to buy it. It's literally delicious. like the Callahan Auto Part Factory. That's what it is. It... It's so interesting to a degree because, I mean, it, I don't know why I find it so fascinating. Just like the overall depressed level of just the shit content they're just churning out. Like nothing can be good anymore. I, I don't get it. I, I, I mean, I totally get it. But it's just there's a point where you go, this has to eventually go against their best interests, right? Like the fact that. But again, I it's just... just not good. Like when will people eventually like if She-Hulk is so bad. Like and along with so many of their other shows just being so goddamn average. Like the, this whole franchise was built on the backs of these legendary movies that all tied together somehow. And some were average, but eventually culminated in a really good way until Endgame and time travel. But I mean, <laughs> time travel where it just yeah. like <laughs> but went like, all eventually, eventually, it's like something's got to kill us. No, no. No king rules forever, to quote one of my favorite games. And it's just like, eventually this is going to die. And it, I don't think She-Hulk's going to be what does it, but that's like the clearest sign of, hey, what's that giant red... Like It's like when you saw the king have sex in Game of Thrones, and this is how we tie it back to the end. When you see the king have sex in Game of Thrones, and you see this giant pockmark on his back, and you're like, <laughs> that's going to kill you, bro. And you're supposed to what be like... What is that? Yeah, you know, what is that? That's not good. Well, guess what that is? That's She-Hulk. That's She-Hulk on his body if he's the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well, to bring it back to what we were talking about all the way back maybe an hour ago with comedians is mm. that I think the issue that Disney has is that all this shit is safe. And if you don't, like, you can't do safe comedy. I mean, you can, but the only people that are going to like that are, like, 11 years and under. And even at that, you know, it'd probably be way under 11 years because they're trying to, you know, get into their next stage of life where it's like, oh, I'd like to hear, you know, an R-rated word every here and there. Not to mention it's funny. But it's just like the rest of everything else now. It's just everything has to be safe because you don't want to piss anybody off. And in regards to at least the Marvel properties, I mean, look, Marvel Comics, I, I mean, they have been quite edgy at times. Right, I mean, they've never been I, I, crazy you, edgy, you, you, but you edgy say enough. That, you say that, but like, 
what if they're offensive to me, Rich? Like I'm going to be so offended exactly. as a millennial. Yeah. And that's and that's why that's why the Disney Plus property and anything under it is just tired. That's why. It's just too safe. You can't be safe and not tired. They go hand in hand. Yeah. So, yeah, right. that's, uh, so yeah. anything else to, to add on to, uh, you know, our, our marathon covered, here? I think we've covered just about every, like, do we talk about taxes now? I'm not sure how else can we, <laughs> yeah, no. we possibly well, add here. That, that, that on that note, we are going to wrap it up because, uh, once yeah. we get into taxes, I, I don't want to think about that. I was looking at my bank accounts today, trying to figure out how I'm going to pay my next three credit card bills. So well, I've already, I've already figured it out. I'm just going to declare myself legally dead and then just see what happens. <laughs> or, or I need to like go to college just to take out a loan for some reason. Yeah. Then I can oh have it, boy! You know, wiped I, away. I, uh, spoiler alert! I may be trying that right now. Hey! <laughs> Congratulations! Go, Will! Get that done. Will, will, will it work? Probably not, but we'll hope. All right. Well, till next week, uh, whether it's Monday, Wednesday, or someday in between. Adios, Will. Peace. Enjoy the weekend. Godspeed, brother.